0: about all the things that's that's going on and and um, I, I, I just I was laying there thinking God and I thought about all the things that God has blessed me with and I said God what am I doing what am I doing am I really doing all that I can to see people saved am I really doing all that I can to see the kingdom of God grow Or is there something more that I can do? I don't want to get so carried away with the blessings of God that we forget the work of God and what God has really got us here for and with a purpose that God has in our life. If you have your Bibles, let's stand, turn to Lamentations number three, chapter number three, verse number 51. I'm going to use two scriptures for my text this morning that I used in my teaching. Uh, Wednesday night, but I'm going to talk about a totally different subject, but Lamentations chapter 3 and verse number 51, and then turn in your Bibles to Matthew chapter 6, verse number 22 and 23, Matthew chapter 6, verse 22 and 23, Lamentations chapter 3, the verse that I want to read this morning says, mine eye." And I used, I know I used these scriptures, but the Lord kind of prompted them back on my heart for a totally different subject. But it says, mine eye affecteth mine heart because of all the daughters of my city. Talking about the weeping and the crying over the sinful nature and sinful desires of the children of Israel. It says, mine eye affecteth my heart. When I see what I see, my heart is saddened because of the sins of the children of God. Then let's look at Matthew chapter number 6, verse number 22. It says, the light of the body is the eye. If therefore thine eye be single, thy whole body shall be full of light. The eye, the light of the body is the eye. If therefore the eye be single, the whole body shall be full of light. But if thine eye be evil, if thine eye be evil, thy whole body shall be full of darkness. If therefore the light that is in thee be darkness, how great is that darkness. But if thine eye be evil, thy whole body shall be full of darkness. Yet therefore the light that is in thee be darkness, how great is that darkness. Let's put our Bibles down. Let's lift our hands and our voices toward God and ask God to help us in this house today. God, we love you today. We thank you, Savior, for your goodness, for your mercy, for your blessings. We thank you, Lord, for another opportunity to come to your house to worship, to praise, and to magnify your great name. We thank you, Lord, for each and every individual that has gathered together to worship and to praise you this morning. We ask you, God, that you would open our ears, open our hearts, open our minds Open our eyes to the understanding and knowledge of Your Word, where we could hear and see what You would have us to, God. I pray that You would anoint me to obey You and to preach Your Word like You would have me to today. Let's clap our hands and rejoice unto the Lord, everybody in the house of God. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Praise God, praise God. Lord bless you, you may be seated. This morning. I want to preach from this subject this morning. And I've kind of got uh, two two, uh, thoughts here that I'd like to leave with you. But hopefully they're one and the same. I want to talk to you from this subject. Seeing is believing. Seeing is believing. And then... I want you to think about this, this kind of food for thought. Seeing through the eyes of faith. Seeing through the eyes of faith. I think that, that it is, it is, uh, I, I, I would say this, that, that there is not any one member of my body that I want to sacrifice. I like, you know, some of them may not look as good as I wish they looked, but I like every member of my body. And I'm not into, uh, I'm not into trying to hurt myself. Amen. I'm not frustrated and go cut myself. I I like, I like my body. And, um I, I like it so much as used to. I could, uh, jump up in the back of the truck. And when I started to exit the truck, I would just jump over the side of it. I like my body more than I used to. I don't do that anymore. I crawl down very easily because I don't want to hurt myself. I can remember a few years ago when Brother Duplessy, uh, got a new truck when they first come out with the, what I called at that time the old man helper, that in the back of the truck, when you let down the tailgate, it had a, a hidden ladder that you mashed a button and it come down, had a pole that popped up and you could hold on to it. Anybody ever seen one of those? Now, I didn't need one of them at that time. I thought, boy, that's a waste of money because that tailgate, I've had to buy a couple of them. One of them, I, I backed one of Brother Duplessis' truck into a tree. I don't know who put the tree in my way, and I had the tailgate down, and I tore up the tailgate. Another one, uh, I was fishing, and someone stole the tailgate. Now, that tailgate with that little ladder and that camera in it is about $9,500. And so if you have one on your truck, make sure you lock it before you go fishing. Don't leave it down and back into a tree. They're expensive to uh, to replace. And I said, boy, what a waste of money. But you know what? As I've gotten a little bit older, it's much easier to take a little bit of time, put the tailgate down, mash that little button, pop the step out, and crawl right up in the back of that truck. And I think it's just it's not because I've gotten older and I can't get over it. It's just that I like myself a little more than I used to and so that comes along with age but but thinking about parts and and I know that that all of us sometimes have thought about this what what would I want to sacrifice and and uh, I've I've told my I've told my wife before I like to ride a bike and I said you know if I get run over on the road and uh, it looks like I'm going to be paralyzed just just let them run over me again and do me in I don't think that I could live that way but but I, I thought about living without sight, how detrimental that must be. That you're living in darkness, continually in darkness. That that's got to be very devastating because I have I have lived long enough that I have experienced I I used to I used to get frustrated at my daddy because he'd say, Here, tie this hook on. I'd say, why can't you tie your own? Well, I can't see it to stick that that line through that hook. But I've lived long enough that it's very frustrating not being able to see anything. Now, if they keep it about from here to the back of the church, I can see it pretty good. But you get a little little close and everything gets blurry. In fact, and if it gets too close, I can't even see that there's words on a page because it's so blurry. And And it's frustrating. I get I get frustrated when I'm working on something because I I tell you what, wearing glasses, all of you that wants to wear glasses, you can have it. It's not as much fun as they make it out to be. They fog up. They get dirty. They get scratched up. And it makes it very difficult to see. And then when you're trying to work on something, you have to get them just right to be able to see anything. It ain't just like you put them on, you have to learn how to look and where to look. And uh, so so it's frustrating not being able to see and I can only imagine uh someone trying to explain to you how beautiful a sunrise is. How many some of you probably don't even know what a sunrise looks like, but older in life you get, you'll you'll realize that the sunrise is so beautiful. I I like the sunrise better than I like the sunset because the evening time is kind of just depressing to me. The morning time when everything starts waking up, it's like, man, I got a day ahead of me. And uh, at evening time, it's like life is passing me by and I didn't get much accomplished. And so someone trying to explain to you how beautiful and majestic the sunrise is and then how beautiful the sunset is and then trying to explain to you because you cannot see how beautiful the Rocky Mountains are, the smoky mountains are, and and all of the beautiful sights that that God has created. And then if you would have children and not be able to see, boy, you know, just trying to feel your way through life and feel and try to feel what something looks like and and trying to imagine what something looks like, living with no eyesight would be a very devastating thing to have to live without training your eyes to see certain things i I can remember uh, <clears throat> hunting with my daddy, and he he had a keen eye uh, for seeing a deer, and I can remember. In Colorado, we would ride down the road, and and uh, you would look on the other side of the gully and on the side of the hill and try to spot a deer. And and I w- I'd say, how how do you how do you how do you figure that out? How do you know? He said, well, you train your eyes what to look for. And he said, on a mule deer, the the back end of a mule deer has a big round a bright spot and it's brighter than the rest of the deer. You don't look for the deer because the rest of the deer blends in with the cam. It's camouflaged and it blends in with the dirt. It blends in with the leaves. It blends in with the brush, but that spot will always stick out. And, uh, I kind of trained my eyes to look for that. And when you look for that, it just, you can be looking at a hillside and all of a sudden, that just pops out at you, and when you get to studying it and looking at it, you can make the rest of the deer out because you have found that one spot. We would go pheasant hunting, and uh, pheasants are very beautiful birds, but when they're sitting in the brush, they are colored so to blend in, and uh, they're hard to spot. But, but he told me, he said, now when you're looking for a pheasant, you don't look for the whole bird. Because the bird, the colors on the bird camouflages it to blend in with the terrain that it is in. But that bird, that that uh, male pheasant has a ring around its neck, and uh, you focus, you get your eyes trained to look for that ring, and then when you find that head on that pheasant, then the rest of the pheasant's going to pop out. How many's ever looked at a a picture that has a hidden picture within the picture? I remember a few years ago that was very, very famous that it was a bunch of little lines on the picture. And then you would stare at the picture. And as you stare at the picture, this hidden picture would simply pop out in 3D. How many remembers that? But you had to train your eyes And first looking at it. You didn't see the picture. But after you would train your eyes to see the picture, every time you looked at it, boom, there it was you didn't have to really focus because your eyes knew what you were looking for it, it i i find it i find it very interesting that that when the captivity of samson came about and the philistines captured samson how many knows the first thing they destroyed on his body was his eyesight They took a hot iron and put out his eyes. Why? Because without any eyesight, it really didn't matter how strong he was. Because he could not see where the enemy was. He could not see what he was fighting. He had no vision of tomorrow. He had no hope for what was ahead of him. Because he could not see anything. I don't know if Samson even realized that his hair was even growing back. His eyes were blind. I've come today to tell you that through the eyes of faith, and we can see that we can see what God is getting ready to do in our lives. But the devil knows that we see through the eyes of faith. The devil knows that seeing is believing. The devil knows that you have to have some sight, some desires, some ambition. You have to find something that you can see out there that drives you into believing that God is still about to work in my life. So why is it that the devil always tries to blind our sight and to stop our faith and our confidence in God? I think about the man that came to Jesus that had the son that was possessed of many devils. He said, I have taken him to your disciples and your disciples could not cast out the devil. The Bible says... In Mark chapter 9 and verse number 19, Jesus said to them, He answered him and saith, O faithless generation, how long shall I be with you? How long shall I suffer you? Bring him unto me. He described them, his disciples, the people that were there that had no faith as a faithless generation. Why? Because they could not see what God was able and going to do. They could not understand that you have to see it before you can believe it. Amen. I have, I have seen a lot of things in my life and people have tried to explain to me a lot of things in my life but i want to tell you when somebody see when somebody shows you something and you can get a visual of what they're trying to explain to you then you can proceed with the work that needs to be done there are some people that's very good at seeing something before it happens there are those that are called architects that you tell them a a a design that you would like to have, and they can draw it out, and they can visualize through uh, their mind's eye of how and where to put what and how big this needs to be. And they can see the colors before. The decorator can see the colors before they go on the wall. Why? Because they have been trained to think and to get a visual of something they cannot see. Amen. What is faith? Amen. Faith is simply the substance of things hoped for. Faith is simply the substance of things Things not seen by man's eye. Amen. But they must be seen through the eyes of faith. Now, Peter did not think for one moment that he could walk on water. But after seeing Jesus walk on water, he said, Lord, if it's you, bid me to come. He had to see it before He could believe it. Amen. Doubting what we know as doubting Thomas. He said, I will not believe that he is resurrected until I put my hand in his side and I feel where I've seen them. See, he had a visual of them putting the spear in his side. He had a visual picture in his mind because... That's what he's seen of the nails being placed in his hands and placed in his feet. He had a visual picture of them beating him. Almost to death's door He had a visual picture of the crown Of thorns that was placed upon his head Amen But he said, I will not believe Because I've seen him die Amen But I want to tell you today That there was something that took hold of him When he seen the visual picture Enter into his mind Of Jesus Christ As he stepped into the room He said, come here, touch my side Come here, look into my hands. And Thomas said, my Lord and my God. I come to tell you today that through the eyes of faith, you've got to get a picture in your mind and in your spirit of what God is able to do and what God is going to do in your life. Yeah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, oh faithless generation. Jesus said, bring him to me. And then in verse number 23, Jesus said unto him, If thou canst believe. If you can believe. He turned to the young man's father. And he said, If thou canst believe, all things are possible to him that... To him that what? Amen. To him that, come on, help me now. To him that what? Believe. Amen. To him that believeth. And straightway the father of the child cried out and said with tears, Lord, I believe, but helpest, Help thou mine unbelief. God, I've got some faith that you're able to do it. But God, there's still doubt in my mind. There's still doubt in my spirit. Why? Because I've seen him cast into the fire. I've seen him laying on the ground, foaming at the mouth. I brought him to your disciples and they could not cure him. God, I have faith in you, but I also have doubt and unbelief. Amen. But Jesus looked at him and he would say, if you just have a little bit of faith, Amen, I can work with the very little and make something great become of it. All I need is just somebody to believe. I come to tell you today that whatever you're going through and whatever you're facing in life, all that God is looking for is just a little bit of faith. Amen. Just have a little bit of confidence in God. Just get a little bit of glimpse of what God is about to do in your life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen. Get just a little bit of faith in God to know that God is about to work a miracle for you. Amen. I, I, just, just Wednesday night, brother Carl on his way to church and something happened. Still don't know exactly what happened, but they called a day, a couple of days later and said, we think that he's had a stroke. Amen. I just rebuked that in Jesus name. Amen. I said, we're going to pray that God help us to come back clear you've got to get a picture of what God is able and can and will do the devil wants to take your sight the devil wants to take your faith the devil wants to take everything that you can see but keep your eyes on the prize for the high calling of God amen, amen amen, praise God Praise God. Keep your faith in God. To know that God is able to work a miracle for you today. Whatever you're going through. Whatever you're facing in life. That God is able to work a miracle for you today. Amen. I, I tell you that this man just had a little bit of faith. But whatever you're going through today. If you couldn't muster up just a little bit of faith. I come to tell you in praying this morning. And praying this week for this this service, uh, that God is about to give you a breakthrough uh, that you've been praying for, uh, that God is about to perform a miracle uh, that you've been looking for, uh, that God is about to do something in your life uh, that you've been expecting. Uh, just get your eyes open uh, to the faith in what God is able to do in your life. Hallelujah. 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 Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Jesus heals His Son because He has just a little bit of faith. I think about the king of Syria and the servant of Elisha. Amen. The king of Syria was coming against the children of God. And he said, every time that I come against the children of God, it's like somebody has been setting in on the meetings. And before I get there, they already know what's been going on and what's about to take place. And so they, he began to question his inner circle. And they discovered that it is not any of them at all, but it's the prophet called Elisha. So the king of Syria said, I know what we're going to do. Let's find out where Elisha is at. And then we are going to take and overtake him and destroy him because he's given out our military secrets. And so they surrounded Dothan where Elisha was at in 2 Kings chapter 6. And then his servant, Elisha's servant, gets up and he goes out. And he rises up early in the morning to go forth. And he said, Behold... A host has come past the cities round about. Amen. There are horses and there are chariots everywhere. And his servant said, Elias, my master, how shall we do? In other words, what are we going to do? Where are we going to go? Where are we going to turn? What can we do at this point? It looks like that we're surrounded and we can't run to the north. We can't run to the south we can't turn to the east nor to the west but you know what happened to elisha elisha looked out and he said hey i see that there is more for us and with us than there is against us you know what the difference was amen elisha was looking through the eyes of faith and he said you got to see it before you can believe it Amen. You've got to get a visual, visual picture of what God is about to do. And the Bible said that Elisha prayed for his servant and he said, Lord, open his eyes. Amen. That's what I come to preach to you today. And I come to pray pray, pray for you today that God would some way, somehow open your eyes to the miracle working ability of God and what God is able to do in your life and what God is able to do in your family and what God, hallelujah to God, why don't you get a picture of what God is trying to do for you? Somebody clap your hands unto the Lord right now. Amen. Fear not. Fear not. They that be with us are more than they that be with them. Number one, he did never diminish the enemy and try to tell him that the enemy is not there. That it's not realistic. That it's not really happening. No, he realized that there is an enemy. Amen. Don't ever get so caught up in the clouds till you think that nobody's fighting you and it's all smooth sailing and living for God. When you start living for God, the adversary is going to buffet you. The Bible said there was a messenger of Satan to buffet the apostle Paul that caused a thorn in the flesh that was never moved. Amen. But I tell you what God did do for the Apostle Paul. Amen. And the Apostle Paul got a glimpse of the grace of God when God said, my grace is sufficient. When you're weak, I am strong. When you're in trouble, I am your defense. When you're up against the wall, I'm gonna make a way out. That's what you've got to Hallelujah. To of, that God's not going to leave you, that He's not going to forsake you, but He come to help you through your struggle. Sure, there's an enemy, but when he prayed for his eyes, he said, Lord, I pray that he opened his eyes that he may see, and that the Lord opened his eyes, opened the eyes of the young man, and he saw, and behold, the mountain was full of horses and chariots, amen, the mountain was still full of horses and chariots. Some of you need to listen to me. You're not getting what I'm saying this morning. Amen. Pay attention to me right now. Amen. The mountain was still full of horses and chariots. But you know what happened? The horses and chariots just seemed to turn around. And everything that the devil had come against them with all of a sudden was not against them. But they were for them. Amen. What had come to destroy them turned into the chariots. A fire from heaven. I come to tell you today that what the devil has come against you with and trying to destroy you with, God said, I'm going to turn it around. I'm going to make it out for your blessing. I'm going to turn it into your good. I'm going to make it where it's going to be a help to you. All of a sudden, amen, he looks out. And no longer is the adversary on every hillside. But my Lord, there's still horses and chariots. Where did they come from? I tell you, they were there the whole time. They did not just appear. God had them there before the the king of Syria ever showed up. Elisha knew it. Elisha was resting comfortably in the arms of God. He said, I don't have anything to worry about, God, but you got to help this man. This man's about to forsake all and leave. And all of a sudden, he steps out. Where did they come from? I tell you, today, the they were there, there's going to be times in your life, you're going to wonder, where did it come from? They were always there. God just touched and anointed your eyes where you could see through the eyes of faith and get a hold of what? What God is about to do in your life. Amen. Amen. I'm about to close in the next 30 or 45 minutes. You must understand that God is for you. Is there anybody that knows that God Is for me. What about the rest of you? What about the rest of you? This is 100% crowd participation. You can't raise your hand and say. I know that God is for me. Amen. I know that God is for me. If you can't raise your hand. That's the reason why you can't get anything from God. Amen. God is for me. And who. 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 Shall. Be. Against me. If. God is for me. But what you've got to understand, you've got to see, some of you have such a negative attitude and a negative spirit. Nothing's going right. Nothing's ever going to go right. Nothing went right for my parents. Nothing went right in my marriage. Nothing went right in my kids. Nothing went right here. Nothing went right on the job. Nothing's going right today. And nothing's going to go right tomorrow. You're right. Amen. But when you get anointed eyes of God, I know yesterday was bad. I know I failed yesterday. I know I made a mistake last week. But I come to tell you today, I've got a touch from God in my eyes. I'm seeing victory. I'm seeing a change. I'm seeing deliverance. Woo! gonna make it. Why? Because I see I can make it. I'm gonna overcome. Why? Because I see I can overcome. I can. I
1: can. I can. I can. I can.
0: I can. I can. I can. I can. I will. I'm gonna overcome. I'm gonna have deliverance. I'm coming after my victory. You've got to see with your eyes of faith. God will bless my finances. How how many could use a financial blessing right now? Can you see it? Can you see the numbers? Can you see the numbers climbing? Can you see a raise on the job? Can you see a blessing coming from nowhere? Can you see something coming out of out of nothing? Why? Because I see it. And when I see it, I'm looking through the eyes of faith. And when I see it, God's able to use my faith. But you can't see anything with your eyes shut. God worked for me. God worked for me. God, do it for me. God, help me. God, bless me. And God's saying, Hey, open your eyes. God, open my eyes that I can see. Oh, Can you get a a picture in your mind's eye of God fixing the problem on the job right now? Can you get a picture of God fixing the trouble on your job right now? I come to tell you, yeah, God can do it. I come to promise you, yeah, God will do it. But you got to get a picture of it. Hallelujah! This is something that frustrates me to no end. This is something that gets my goat. If I had a goat, this is something that just stirs me up. Amen. Well, do you believe that God's able to heal your body? Yeah. And then you get up and testify. Well, my cancer. Who's cancer? Well, my heart disease. Well, my, my sugar diabetes. Well, my, you are claiming it? It ain't mine, sister. It's not mine, brother. It can go back from the, to the pits of hell from which it came. It's God's good will that I be in good health. Hallelujah, it don't belong to me. It don't belong to
1: me. It don't belong to you. Open your eyes.
0: Hallelujah. Are you sick in your body? Can you get a picture of God healing you? Amen. Are you chemically oppressed and depressed? Are you depending on a pill to wake up? A pill to go to sleep? A pill to take the pain away? A pill to give you relief? I come to tell you, you got to get a picture of flushing them down the toilet. In Jesus' name, I don't need it. Why? Because God
1: is my helper. God is my deliverer! God
0: is my strength! Hallelujah! Can you get a picture? Oh I seen one mama walking around here, it's got a little bit of a picture of it. Pray for my kids. Brother Luper, pray for my I don't I, I pray. I pray. I pray and I can see. I can see why, because God has touched my eyes, that I can see them coming back in. But the problem is, not only happens to me, but it's got to happen to you as a parent. Amen. Can you get a picture of them walking in the back door? Oh, listen to me right now. Can you get a picture in your mind's eye? Through the eyes of faith, I see them coming in. Oh, I don't see them here right now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Can I can I use a little illustration that I seen one time? There was this man or this lady that had this husband that was not in church. I told you I was gonna quit in thirty or forty five minutes. Y'all shout tonight. Amen. But he had she had this husband that was not in church. He was mean and he was cruel, and he didn't want anything to do with church. Amen. And the preacher preach, you gotta have faith. Amen. That seeing is believing. Let me borrow your seat right here. Amen. Scoot over just a minute, brother, brother Glover. And so she got a she got a picture of her husband, and so she brought his coat to church, and she set his coat on the pew, and she sat down beside his coat, and just put her arm around the coat, and said, I know he's. not here. But in my mind's eye, in my eye of faith, he's coming. Amen. He's going to walk through the back doors. Amen. He didn't come. He didn't come. The next service she walks in, she sets his coat up there and she sits down beside him and she puts her arm around his coat and said it hadn't happened yet. But God, you said if I have faith... Oh, hallelujah. If I have faith, amen, if I would but believe, God is about to bring it to pass. God is about to do it. You know what happened? After a few months, see, we lose our picture. We lose our vision if God don't do it because we are a society of right now. A few months passed. A few years passed. A few more years passed. And she still brought his coat. And she still put her arm around the coat. And said, God, you promised. Until one night she was sitting in church. And there come a man in the back door. And he walked down and he said, What you got this coat sitting here for? She said, Well, God gave me a promise. And I knew you were coming. I just didn't know when. And until you come, I was just going to stay faithful and committed to God. Oh, hallelujah! I want to ask you parents in this house today. Can you get a picture can you get a picture of your child sliding into the altar? Amen. And praying, God, fill me with the Holy Ghost. Can you get a picture of your grandkids in the house of God shouting the victory? Can you get a picture of God delivering them from drugs? Can you get a picture of God setting them free from alcohol? Amen. Get God to anoint your eyes. God, touch me. God, help me. God, fix my eyes. I stayed up a long time last night I'm not in a hurry this morning Amen I come to preach somebody today I come to tell somebody today If you can but get a picture of it You say, oh, I've heard it before. Amen. But I'm telling you, you've got to get a picture. Amen. You've got to open your eyes and realize God's about to work. It's about my time. It's my time to be blessed. It's my time to have victory. It's my time to rejoice. It's my time to shout. It's my time to give God glory. It's my time to praise Him. Can you get a picture? Amen. I know sometimes I mention this and it's like throwing a wet blanket over some of you. Can you get a picture that this is not all God has for this church? Can't, Can't you allow God to open your eyes? When every evangelist that comes by here says, God, God's about to pour out revival. God's about to give an increase. God's about to bring your lost loved ones in. Amen. Are you like doubting Thomas? Well, I tell you what, I tell you, you, I'm just not going to believe it. We can't build a new church. We can't have this. We're all we ever going to be. I come to differ with you. Amen. We're not all we ever going to be. God's got greater. God's got bigger. God's got more. God. God's got a revival, and I'm going to get in the middle of it. I see it. I see it. I see it. I see it. it. Will you look through the eyes of faith? Even will you believe it? Will you grasp hold of it? Woo! Somebody ought to shout for it right now. Somebody ought to give God praise for it right now. Somebody ought to shout like it's already happened. Somebody ought to shout like it's already happened. Somebody ought to praise like it's already come to pass.
1: Woo! Yeah, Lord! Get a picture. Get a picture get a picture get a picture i see it i see it i see it i see it
0: Can you see it? Can you see revival? Can you see lost souls coming in? Can you see people in the altar? Can you see it happening? Can you see miracles? what happens listen to me just a moment this is what happens when you get a picture of what God is about to do God brought deliverance to Elisha and his servant but this is what Elisha did and when they came down to him Elisha prayed unto the Lord and said smite this people I pray thee with blindness and he smote them with blindness according to the word of Elisha when he smote the enemy with blindness see what the devil is trying to do with you he smote you with blindness where you can't see the victories that God is about to bring into your existence but you need to turn around and say devil i smote you with blindness And so what happened was when God smote the enemy with blindness, Elisha took them down into Samaria. Amen. The devil will be so confused because he can't understand what happened to you on Sunday morning. Amen. When you go home and you've got a different mental picture and a vivid imagination of what God is about to do, the devil's groping around in darkness. He don't know where to attack. He don't know what to go after after uh, and he don't know what to do. Uh, Amen. So what I'm going to do I'm going to lead that blind devil uh, right into the house of God Uh, and when I get him into the house of God uh, I'm going to stomp all over the devil. Uh, Amen. I'm going to make a believer uh, in the faith that God uh, is going to work in my life. Uh, Amen. The devil's trying to attack. Uh, Amen. But God has smote him with blindness. Uh, The devil can't get me. Uh, The devil can't harm me. Uh, The devil can't destroy me because I got a picture of what God is about to do.
1: Somebody worship God right now. Hallelujah. My God can do anything. Oh, my God can do anything. He's got the power. He's got the power. He's got the power. God can do anything.
0: I tell you what, I want everybody that's got a need right now, step out from where you're standing, where you're sitting, if you have a need from God. Amen. That you need God to work in. I want you to come up to this front. Amen. I want everybody to get a a hold of somebody right now. There's a crowd participation. I want everybody to put a hand on somebody. We're going to have a Holy Ghost eye-cleansing eye-touching, sight-seeing revival right now that I can see through the eyes of faith because when I see it, I can get it. When I see it, I can possess it. When I see it, the devil can't stop me. The devil tried to smite me, but the devil just stumbled and fell. Oh, hallelujah. Somebody break through right now. Pray for the one next to you. 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 Come on. Come on. Touch God right now. Touch their eyes, God. Touch their
1: eyes, God.
0: Touch their eyes, God. Holy Ghost power. Holy Ghost power. Holy Ghost power right now. In Jesus' name in jesus name in jesus
1: name
0: in jesus name in jesus name go pray with somebody hallelujah go pray for somebody come on pray for somebody come on hallelujah hallelujah devil you're a liar i come to get my vision back I come to get my anointing back right now. In Jesus' name. Holy Ghost touch. Holy Ghost
1: work right now. Work right now. Work right now. Work right now. Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Jesus' name.
0: Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Work. Work, Holy Ghost. Work, Holy Ghost. Work, Holy Ghost. Yes, 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 yes. Right now, in the name of Jesus. Oh, a touch from heaven right now. Victory in Jesus' name. Devil,
1: you're a liar. Devil, you're a liar. I rebuke you in the name of Jesus. Holy Ghost, touch. Holy Ghost, victory right now. In Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus, a a touch from heaven. A touch from heaven. Victory in the name of Jesus. I plead, I plead. the like those touch. I plead, plead, now, God. He is defeated. The devil is defeated. He is defeated. The devil is is defeated. He is defeated. The devil is defeated. He is defeated. The devil is defeated I plead, I plead the blood 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 Well, he is defeated The devil is defeated She is defeated The devil is defeated She is defeated The devil is defeated he is defeated. The devil is defeated. Yes. I plead, I plead the blood. the I blood. I the blood. I, plead, I plead the Come on, oh, get plead a hold of somebody. somebody. Hallelujah. I plead, I plead the blood. Hallelujah. 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 In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I believe right now. I believe right now. And is the He is the Father. the He is the is I now. I believe, the Jesus name. I Hallelujah. 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 Get a hold of somebody. Come on. Come on, get a hold of somebody. Get a hold of somebody. Come on, pray with somebody. Pray with somebody right now. Put your hand on somebody. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. God I believe you right now. Well, I, believe I, you you I believe you right now, please you please now. Oh, well, now. <coughs> I believe you right now. I believe you right now. I've got the victory. I've got victory. I've got the victory. I've got the victory. I've got victory. I've got victory. have victory. Pray with somebody. Pray with somebody. Holy Ghost Holy Ghost Holy God! She is defeated. Oh my God! defeated. God! Oh my he name. is defeated. He ah is defeated. Holy I God, victory! I've got, victory. God. I've, got the I've got the victory. I've got the victory. I've
0: got the victory. I've got the victory. the victory. i I've got the victory.
1: I've got the He is defeated, the devil Hallelujah. He is defeated, the devil is Hallelujah. He is defeated, the devil is defeated. I plead, I plead, I plead, I I plead, 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 Pray for him. Pray he prayed for him. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Devil you're Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. In Jesus' <laughs> <laughs>